Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Thank you for joining us. Coming up on Our Conversations Matter is the Core Moxie Show with Dr. Davida Francois. Dr. Francois earned her Ph.D. in community psychology, and she contends that no two communities are the same and therefore should not be measured as such. Listen to her show anytime on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Entrepreneurs rocking, you know it. We've got shout outs to several business owners. First, do you need a notary? Then Miss Vet Jones is available wherever you are in the Chicagoland area. Miss Jones is a mobile notary and you can reach her at 312-593-8901. She's licensed and bond and serve Chicago and surrounding areas. Call her at 312-593-8901. And that's not all. Will you be in the Chicagoland area on Saturday, May 25th? Well, you should certainly be in attendance at the Bold Business Brunch, hosted by Ms. Latoya Underwood. This extreme marketing and branding workshop will take your business to the next level. Time, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Location, 2144 West Van Buren Street. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search for Bold Business Brunch. We've been supporting small business owners since 2008. Both Chicago's Black Business Network and Chicago's Black Business Radio Network have, from the very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. How do you remember Harold? Stay tuned for Our Conversations Matter. Sonia Cassandra Purdue, Executive Producer. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Good morning, listeners. In this segment of our Conversations Matters, I'm Dr. Danita Francois of the Coromoxie Show. For those of you who think we live, think you live live an adventurous life, and well, Chicago, Chicago's weather and the waterways can test your real moxie. Today we have with, with us someone that only, not only participates in such adventures, but she docs, she documents uh, black activities on the waterways. Again, it's just something more to consider in helping us all to identify our core moxie. This morning we have with us Ms. Pamela C. Rice, who's one of Chicago's multi-talented sailors, author, and artist, who grew up, in, who grew up surrounded by creative art and design and comes from a family of artists. Her writing and illustrations can be found in numerous books for children, uh, on into video productions, including an upcoming book, Our, Our Red Skies, Free-Spirited African-American Adventures, in, Adventures Who Know No Boundaries. While she has over 30 years of independent and corporate experience in advertising, graphic design, and visual communications, then as CEO of PR Design, she has also earned a vast array of top accolades. She has taught and guest lectured at several institutes of higher education. So with so much intensity in her professional capacity, Ms. Rice appreciates being close to nature and finding balance while while creatively viewing the world from many different angles. Believe it or not, even here in Chicago, she's been the skipper of her own sailboat for 47 years. She's one of the most revered sailors and women of adventurous activity who just happens to be black 
and she's the founder and editor of BlackChicagoSailors.org, where she chronicles the activities and accomplishments of, of Black Chicago sailors. So this is just a, spr- a sprinkle of her background. But I'd like to get right to the interview because she has so much to share with us since Chicago has the largest group of recreational black sailors in the country. And believe it or not, she's here with us today. And, you know, here we keep it Moxie 100. And Pamela C. Rice has got a whole lot of Moxie. Good morning, Ms. Rice, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Dee. You're awfully generous this morning (laughs) with your compliments. It's good to hear from you. Well, I'm just glad you took this time out, but um, you'll have to be with us. But um, I, I just kind of want to get right to it because I know you were really uh, active in in, uh, in your sailing and participating in writing a story about our legendary uh, Tuskegee Airman Jack Lyle, who who's sailing all the way up until the age of 98, which he's recently passed away which is going to make the boating season a little different this year without him. And uh, I've had the pleasure of getting to know him. And, uh, and you, were, you played a vital role in the, in the book about his life. On, uh, what was about the name of it was Captain of His Fate. But I'm not going to go into any more of that. I just want to hear more from you. Because I'm, I'm really amazed at the number of black uh, sailors, and, and particularly women and girls who are sailing. So uh-huh. and it and it shatters it shatters a lot of the moxie and uh, well a lot of the the, uh, the misnomer that black women avoid the romance of the waterways. So please share with us, you know how this how this particular community of sailors was cultivated in a place like Chicago. Well, you know I got into sailing uh, well back in the early seventies, and um, I didn't get into big boat sailing until I. Uh, met a, a gentleman who was in the sailing and skating and some of everything. But uh, eventually I, I brought my uh, boat into Jackson Park Harbor, which um, did at that time have more black sailors than I had ever seen in, in one spot before. It wasn't that many, but I mean, it, it had to be at least uh, a half dozen people, half dozen skippers. And um I was the only woman, but that number grew over the years. And I would like to say that, you know, when I came down to Jackson Park within three or four years, there were there were actually eight eight women, black women sailors. And we all encouraged each other, you know, to to uh to stay into sailing and to really get into it and make trips and and uh, try to bring as many people as we could into the sport of sailing. Um, there were, uh, I think, a total of uh, maybe 17 sailors altogether, men and women. Uh, we really didn't distinguish men and women. We just saw ourselves as black sailors. Um and most of these people were of the same like mine. You know, we all had the same things in common, which really, you know, helped. Uh, it was it was good support for everyone. You know, I, I spoke with uh, the former Commodore Karen Harris, and she talks about how the experiences had impacted her. 
you know, being a being a sailor growing up uh, and learning about sailing, and um, you know how she can sit in some boardrooms and when she begins to talk about talk about uh, sailing, it changes the what what sailing looks like to most people. So, as a black woman, tell me how has this experience impacted your life? Well, you know, with any any sport or any activity, um, you know, we are a minority. Um, you always run up against um, some adversities and pushbacks and what have you. But I know that uh, I must have met Karen maybe five years ago. Um, she was the past Commodore, or she is the past Commodore of Jackson Park. And she um, she and her program, uh, the community sale program, really brought a lot of youth into sailing, uh, not specifically black girls, but she brought a lot of black kids and minority children into this. This was her forte. You know, she, she really worked at it and she really made it happen. And so I'm, I'm quite sure within the next five, 10 years, you'll see, you know, a, a wealth of young black kids, um, into sailing and, um, and it's something like we've never seen before. Um, so she's really been responsible for making that happen, and she's turned it around within a matter of a year or two. And so, you know, I've got to give her credit for that. Um, prior to her coming to Jackson Park, uh, we had maybe a total of, um, I think I added up about 18 women. Uh, 18 skippers in total from about the late 70s or early early to mid-80s till present. And so that's a lot. You know, when you, when you really think about that, totally we might have had 30 black skippers all together, uh, 20% almost were women. And so, uh, and we we really encouraged and supported each other, and um, so I think that is one of the main reasons why you see this rise in in women sailors. Um, there is the uh, Jackson Park does have the largest group of of uh, women sailors at one in one spot in the country, uh, and the largest group of both men and women in this country. Um, so it's, it's a good group. Uh, we uh, would have people come. I know Paul, Paul Mixon, who recently passed, uh, started um, having um, black voter uh, summits in the, in the islands, and he would often come to Jackson Park to recruit at captain. And... Um, most of the captains were from Chicago because that's where he could find them. And um, wow. so that, that, uh, that really um, uh, helped us visually. You know, there was uh, always, we were always represented uh, uh, on the summits. And so you, 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 a lot of times you'd find um, black women as first mates. Um, you'd find them as support and crew, um, but to find 
women skippers was was always a rarity, and, and we at Jackson Park uh, definitely would outnumber um, any any group in the country. Wow. Well, let me ask you this: Do you prefer sailboating over motorboating? And does sail does sailboating uh, have a different skill set? Well, definitely. You know, sailing is sport. You know, there's nothing, there's no sport to power voting as far as I'm concerned. I, you know, maybe I'm being a little uh, prejudiced on that, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, sailing, sailing requires that you know a lot more about uh, the, the, your environment. You know, you, you have to know about your, your surroundings. You know, there, there's certain things that, there's more into sailing. Like I said, it is sport. You have to know about your boat. Um, most of the sailors, men and women, work on their own boats uh, because it's important. You know, it's not like just getting on the boat like a power boat and turning the key and taking off. You know, <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> you, know, you have to be aware of the wind and the current. Uh, you have to be aware of of your, your sales and what they can do and, and the expectations. Um, there's just a lot more uh, knowledge that's needed to actually sail and, and do it successfully. Hmm. Okay, well, thank you. You're listening to the Cora Moxie Show with Dr. Danita Francois on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. You can visit us at Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com to listen at any time and to comment. And today we have Ms. Pamela C. Rice with us, and we'll continue on into the questioning. And you were just talking about, uh, Ms. Rice, you were just talking about the um, having to know the, the weather. And even though Chicagoland has, has a beautiful Lake Michigan, um, the weather can be tricky and short, and summers are very short. And unlike areas like Florida and the Caribbean, it, I'm, well, I'd like to believe that you have to really have a special skill that puts you in tune with nature. And you kind of talked on that in, our, in, our, in the last question. So uh, can you talk a little bit more about having to, uh, being, having, having to be in tune with nature? Well, um I guess when you when you when you when you're into sailing you you, you depend on on a few things and, and one of the main things is the wind. So, you know, you have to be aware of that and you have to be conscious of current, and you have to be conscious of all the elements of nature. And um our season is so short and being on Lake Michigan, um Lake Michigan is very temperamental and it can change at the drop of a hat. And so it's important <laughs> a lot of times to be aware when you go out um, what the weather is going to be like. I mean, there's been many, many situations when, and, and many sailors would tell you this, that if you're not aware what's coming, you know, you can often run into to, to certain situations. And so it's important to know um, uh, what the forecast is and, and how far you're going, and and a lot of times if you're traveling across Lake Michigan, you really need to know, um, you know, what's coming, what the weather forecast is. You certainly don't want to be an hour into going across a lake that takes maybe six hours and finding out, you know, a, a 
a quarter of the way across that you've got a, uh, you know, an F2 tornado coming that way, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, you have to be um, really conscious of, of, of what's what's happening and, and uh, what kind of situations you're going to be sailing in. Um, our season is short. And a lot of times, you know, we, you know, here recently, like Michigan or, or Chicago's uh, weather doesn't get right until maybe the end of May, the 1st of June, and sometimes as late as the late, the, the end of June. And so, you know, you're, we're on countdown when it comes to July because the season is halfway over. And so, you know, you, you have to try to maximize your, your time and, and, um, and uh, just use it well. Yeah, I was wondering because I, you know, every now and then I'm looking out at the lake and I see one boat, then two boats, and then I guess, I mean, it goes into what you're saying about Chicago weather when, you know, other places, boats have been out for at least a month already, it seems like. <laughs> but, yeah, um, well, you, you know, you're waiting for it's actually. You know, you wait for the, the the perfect opportunity, and sometimes you can't always do that. I mean, you sometimes you 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 will go out in the rain, or sometimes when you go out when the wind is a little high, but um, not when it's you know threatening or small craft warnings. But you still have to be conscious of of what you're sailing in. Uh, and most of the sailors. Um, in Jackson Park, are pretty conscious of what's going on. We're, I think we we're pretty. We've got a lot of savvy, and it's not to to say that most people don't. Is that uh, I think we share with each other our stories, and so we we really know what we what we don't want to get into. Um, mm-hmm. So we just try to be aware of of um, of our situation. Um, and that's been the case um, the whole time I've been in Jackson Park. I think people have become a lot more aware, I think, because we share with each other uh, certain things, um, and we've become a very, very small and, and close community. Um, we learn from each other's experiences. And, and like myself, I, I learn from other people's. I don't have to go out there and get in it to find out. You know, that, <laughs> right. You know, it does. That's that's what I've always told. Yeah, I've always told my daughter. If you just learn from other people's experiences, it doesn't have to be your mistake. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) And uh, you know, we've got we've got great great uh, sailors uh, in Jackson Park, uh, men of both men and women, and a lot of whom I respect. Um, We've had a lot of people come and a lot of people go. And um, um, everyone that comes learns from, you know, we all learn from each other. And, uh, and the, the good part about it is that um, um, most of the time we listen. We've got a lot of people who race, and uh, we've got a lot of people who, who just cruise, and then there are people who come out on, on the, the day sailors that just come out when the weather's nice. And so, I mean, everybody picks their poison. I mean, you know, it depends on, you know, what type of sailing you're looking for. Um, I've found that in the last 20 years that the sailing amongst um, 
black sailors has gotten very competitive. Um, and that's a good thing. I mean, because competition really uh, makes an individual aware of of, uh, of their boat and of the, the situations they get into. Um, and it's, it's, competition is good. And it's really shown because we've had quite a few people who've raced a Mac and who've done well. And um, it wasn't until uh, 1994, I believe, that I put together this group of nine men and women who raced the Mac. Um, and we were the first group to do that, African-American. Race to the Mac- to Mackinac Island? To Mackinac Island, yes. There was a crew back in 1966, I believe, of about six men out of Burnham, African-American men out of Burnham, that did the MAC. Uh, they didn't do so well. But, you know, I have to give them credit for, 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 for getting out there. And somewhere within our group, there is a, um, there is a log uh, of, their, of their attempt. And I've been trying to get my hands on it for years. But, um, yeah, so there's, you know, we've had a history of people who are just, uh, you know, very active and, and, uh, and, uh, and love the sport of sailing. My my understanding is there's a, uh, a strong young group of black sailors coming out of a program there at the, the Jackson Park Yacht Club, and the leadership mm-hmm. contingency seems to be young black girls. As the adage mm-hmm. typically typically goes, you can you can be what you can see. Do you think these young young women or young people, both black boys and black girls, were inspired by the black sailors that they could actually see? Well, of course, and I think that's in any situation. Um, I think that's in you know, and 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 the young people who 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 are flying and who are young pilots, and uh, people who are young scuba divers. You know, when when young black kids see people uh, that are actually active in 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 this in a sport uh, and a place where they can see people actually participating and doing well. Uh, it's motivating, you know. Um, that's just the way that it is, and it's always been that way in any endeavor. I think that it is when you see people, whether it's in business or uh, any social service, when you see people who are doing a well, you know, to be a role model is a, is a good thing. And um, I'm not, I don't participate uh, with that group. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like I said, it's fairly new. Uh, it's something that Karen Harris had, had started, and 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 that's her baby, and it's doing extremely well. And I'm glad I, you know, I'm actually a cheerleader for them. You know, when I actually see them mm-hmm. racing, and 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 you know, I help where where I can. You know, that's just the way that it is, and it should be. Okay. Well, you're listening to the Core Moxie Show with Dr. Danita Francois on Chicago Black Business Radio Network. You can visit us at chicagoblackbusinessradionetwork.com to listen at any time. And feel free to comment online um, so that we can respond to your questions in, in our uh, our. Uh, our interview, interviewees can also respond. They'll know what's on your mind and, and any questions that you don't hear answered here, 
you can get them answered later. Also, Ms. Rice, is there something else you'd like to tell us uh, about, you know, because, you know, our, core, our conversations do matter. And our, our audience would like to learn more about sailing. Where could, where could they call or contact you to learn more about sailing as a recreational sports and get involved with, Chicago, with black Chicagoans and participate? Well, to get involved with um, um, sailing, uh, any of the Chicago harbors or marinas have sailing programs in Jackson Park. Uh, Yacht Club just happens to have a, a, a a growing uh, sailing program for both men and women and children. The JacksonParkYachtClub.org is a, is a website that uh, anyone can go to. Um, Black Chicago Sailors is a keep in mind is is not a part of Jackson Park. It is only a virtual uh, virtual site, a virtual club that I created years ago to document the the ongoings of, of black sailors and, and what they do and their involvement in the sailing community. Um, but uh, we have a website at blackchicagosailors.org. Um, there's a lot of information, a lot of history, and anything that we've done over the past 30 years is definitely on there. Um, it's a big site. You know, I would recommend um, anyone interested to go and visit and and have a little time to browse the site and um, contact us if they have any other questions. Hmm. Okay. One of the things that I've noticed um, there uh, when I've been around uh, the, the harbor where I see all the black sailors is you all come from so many different backgrounds. You know, uh, there's this, this thought that, well, you can't sail unless you've got a whole lot of money, and typically those are people who are, you know, those in the who's who of who's club and everything. And that's not something that I find. I, what I seem to see there, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is these are people who just share the same interests in outdoor activity, and they come from all walks of life. And that's true. Um, and that's true. Birds of a feather flock together. I mean, people who have um, an outdoor have that outdoor personality or the, 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 um, they want to just be involved and, and, uh, sailing interests them. Um, it doesn't matter, uh, if you have a boat or not. I mean, you know, by taking sailing lessons, you have the available, the sail boats are available to you. The small ones are available to you to sail at any time, once you become involved and join a club or join a, a, a class. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a misconception for people to think that, you know, you have to have money to, um, to be able to learn how to sail. Um, you know, sailing is and can be an expensive sport. It's just like any other sport. It depends on how much money you want to drop into it. Um, right. And keeping keeping a boat and is can be expensive, and those that can afford to can and will. Uh, but you don't necessarily need a boat to know and learn how to sail. Okay. Well, I see here. Uh, I'd like to, to mention that um, 
that they can reach you. People, the audience can reach you at blackchicagosailors.org. Then you have an email address at info at blackchicagosailors.org. Um, hopefully people will uh, contact you and get involved. So I'd like to thank you, Ms. Pamela C. Rice, for joining us at the, on the Core Moxie show where we keep it Moxie 100. And, um, you know, hopefully we can have you back later, you know, maybe before the, the boating season is over to hear more about what's going on there. Well, In the thank meantime, you. Go ahead. It's a pleasure speaking no, I was just saying it was a, it was it was a pleasure speaking with you today. All right, thank you. All right, so if you can join us at our next show, uh, we'll be talking to one of our community financial institution um, presidents. Well, because too many black, uh, too many in the black community still have no bank accounts, and even though direct deposits are often required to in, at many jobs, just uh, we we need to make sure that people have bank accounts. So. For those that we consider or that has, that has been considered unbankable, they should be listening. And if you know of any, have them listen. So, again, you've been listening to the Core Moxie Show. I am Dr. Davida Sponsois, where we're here every other Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Time, where we're keeping it Moxie 100. And thank you very much for listening. And, again, we will be, today we've had... Is Pamela C. Rice, an avid voter, artist, and writer, and one of the most respected black sailors right out of Chicago. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Small business owners are innovative, confident, and create more jobs than anyone else. When you support small business owners, you're supporting the nation, our communities, and our families. Chicago's Black Business Network would like to give a shout-out to Robert Eggleston, creator of This, That, Sauce. You heard me. T-H-I-S-D-A-T-S-A-U-C-E. Grab a bottle of Big Mama's Jerk Sauce at www.thisthatsauce.com. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Hey, 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 hold on a moment. We want to share a shout-out to another small business owner. Everyone wants to smell good, right? Visit DJ Body Oils where you will find some amazing scents that provide a natural alternative to alcohol-based perfumes and colognes. Visit DJ Body Oils to grab their special promotion right now. That's www. DJBodyOils.com Entrepreneurs rock and you know it Welcome to Chicago's Black Business Network We're changing the way that Chicago connects to the world And don't forget to visit us at Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com To listen to our new segment Our Conversations Matter Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you.